Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. Baby bottle pop. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Baby bottle pop. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Anthony. Anthony. Let's go to Anthony. Anthony. All right, all right, I'm here. I'm here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to ENN on this Friday, presented by D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm. 888-24-LAW-24. Bite back. Thank you, Bear. Someone's trying to help me bite back, so I appreciate that. I'd like to start off, if I can, by saying good evening to Don. I want to get along. And to Peter. I'm pulling my hose as hard as I can. He knew as it was yeah. as it was just he releasing. Knew. Excuse me? Oh, well, that's... That happens. I don't know if we can cut it that fast, but good evening <laughs> to myself. When you yell, sometimes things fly out of your mouth. Great. Great point. Hi, Richard. She was a smoke show. <laughs> he, that's Richard a good was, one from Richard. Uh, that's a good Richard one. really... He brought up an 84-year-old smoke show. He talked. He reminisced lovingly on how he used to spend Memorial Days sitting around the cemetery with his family. <laughs> he, Richard was an interesting Richard today. I got to give him credit, though. This is the first time in two Fridays that he has not been kicked off the show and or suspended. So we'll have to give him credit there. Can we Congratulations, get, Richard. Is it Because our next public um, appearance is going to be at the Beach Bash, right? Sure. Can we get Richard there? Would you would would you uh, chip in, Peter, for for some sort of ride? No, 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 Anthony. He's would a dentist. Pitch in for some sort of a ride. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I wanna, I, I'm, in, I'm I've I'm cut a lot of money. Inviting Richard to the beach bash. He, he doesn't need a ride. Own, he's a Manhattan. Yeah, he's a Manhattan dentist. He'll figure it out. Yeah, but but if, if for some reason is there's any kind of hold up because he's a transportation situation that I I will. Provide him with transportation. Don, I, I just, I just figured out why Don Peter says no because you know this company like I know this company. If there's a car that would let's say take a host from Manhattan to the Beach Bash, they would just say why not have Richard go in that car, which is why Peter said no so quickly. Thoughts? Yeah, because usually Peter tries to finagle a ride because he's a Manhattan guy, and yeah, I don't think you want to be in pure a car speculation for on my part. An hour and twenty minutes with with Richard, I think you would. No, 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 you would die. But I, that's not even it. Don said, "Would I be willing to contribute?" Well, I would. I'm like pulling to my s- hose as hard as I can. Well, I would like to see Richard at the Beach Bash. Is it worth my hard-earned dollars? No. Yes, it is for me. How about that? I, I'm not going to judge you, but I, I I want him there. I want to meet him. I want to shake his hand. <laughs> well, I have a reputation to uphold here, guys, so let's get ENN started. Here we go. Every time I do an ENN, I do my best to fit in a hockey story. And the last two times I've done it, I haven't had to work very hard. Here's what happened last night on 96.7 The Ticket. Robertson on the right wing side got into the slot. Here's Hintz, drags it, saved by Hill. He's face down, the puck is loose. Up top, Haskin and left side shot, score! Pavelski, a one time!
Pavelski keeps the Dallas season alive and sends this series back to Vegas after a 3-2 Game 4 win. Don, who's that on the call? Do you know the Dallas radio announcer? No, because they simulcast television and ah. he's new, so I got to... It's always going to be Dave Schrader, as far as I'm concerned, the longtime voice of Dallas uh, Stars, who's no longer with us. I'm, uh, but he I, he deserves credit. I'm going to find out. Well, a great job, looking. a great job by him, though, Don, and he painted a nice picture for us. Three-two win for the Stars in Game Four at home, going back to Vegas Saturday night, eight o'clock on ABC. Um, huge shout out to the Celtics and the Stars for giving us weekend playoff action. Because there was a time earlier in the week where we thought we'd have nothing. Yeah, that is true. And I mean, now, listen, we've got two nice games on Saturday. I, Don, I, ha- I have to imagine many people are not expecting this to. The Dallas is going to go no. the Boston direction and make this a real no. series. No, 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 no. Josh Bogard, by the way, is the uh, voice. Shout out, Josh Bogard. Uh, um, no, I don't. I don't get that sense. Um, it was a nice win, but all you know, all those games are very competitive too. Um, with the exception of Game Three, which was a disgrace for Dallas, losing four nothing. But otherwise, uh, the other three games all ended in overtime. But I, I don't, I don't see it happen. I think Vegas is going to wrap it up on Saturday, which would mean Game One May thirty first. If Dallas forces a Game Six or Seven, it would be June third for a Game One. And the note on the Eastern Conference Finals for for however long it goes, whether there's one more game or two more games, both games can be heard right here on 98.7 on Saturday and on Memorial Day if there is a Game 7. Ray Rowe. That's right, Don, on Ray Rowe. Love Ray Rowe. Now, oh, I've, I've got confirmation. I already have transportation for Richard if he wants. Oh, wow. What? How'd you pull that off? I'm and not how is that- say. It's not for me to say. Oh, and by the way, Don, if you find out that we'd have travel for Richard, know that then the day before we're going to find out neither of us could get travel, but it'll be used on Richard. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, I want to meet this man. Now, there's a listen. There's a lot of friction. There's times I just can't stand the sight of him. That well, you've never seen the sight of him, but you know what I mean in the, in the um, metaphorical sense. Sure. But um, I, I need to see. I need to meet this man. Well, hopefully, we can make that happen. Uh, well, it's happening. It's done. It's done. So if it, well, if it does, if it doesn't happen, it's on him. Wow. All right. Well, hey guys, remember earlier in the week when we thought LeBron James was going to retire? <laughs> I didn't believe it, but yeah. Here's Dave McMinnon on NBA Today. I spoke to a source close to LeBron earlier in the week, and he described it as just a raw time for LeBron. Uh, anytime he has a season that ends where he's not lifting up the Larry O'Brien trophy at the end of it, he has all sorts of thoughts swirl through his head. But I spoke to another source on Thursday who's close to LeBron, and he said that he fully expects LeBron to be back for next year. He said you know, he's under contract. He's going to fulfill his contract. And so certainly, I believe on Monday night, it was a very real statement he was making. He was considering... Um, walking away in that moment but it, it sounds like uh, we will see him back with the Lakers next year. I actually won't get on LeBron too much for this guys because I the last part I think is the most important that Dave said. Um what Michael said earlier in the week about it being a leverage play trying to get a better team around him. I can understand that. When you get swept in the Western Conference Finals and you've had the success LeBron has had realizing how much more you're going to need to do to go through an 82 game season get back to that point again and have a better team what, 15, 20, 30 minutes after that crushing loss, you're probably like, do I still want to, do I really want to keep doing this? I mean, that is definitely what happened here. I, I never yeah. for a second, not even a thought. No. Like, but, not not in his younger years in Cleveland. He's like, well, I got to keep trying. I got to keep winning. Now he's like, man, I, I don't know if I could do this. But I think we all knew that he was going to come back. But it was, but, but all right, I understand it was raw. 
but do you think there's a part of them that boy this will look really good in the uh the last dance too yes absolutely it might have have crossed his mind yeah and listen all all i know is and the if if he was really thinking about it he wouldn't have just darted off the court. I, I think there would have been a smell the roses moment, taking a look around. That's a good point too. And I never got, I never got the sense that he was honestly done because he was home, right? Yeah, game four was. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that would have. I just remember um, before Chad Pennington left the Jets, he, he played his last game, and I was doing uh, the pre and post. We, we, I was doing the post game with Buttle, and all of a sudden, I just saw Chad Pennington walking on the field with his family just wandering around the field. And we're like, what is he doing? And I said, you know what he's doing? He's taking it all in because he knows he's not coming back. And he didn't. He was gone. Like, I think that there's going to always be that moment where if you know you're never going to be back there or or back there in that same capacity, you're going to take a moment to take it in. Because you don't get a chance to go back in time, right? So, And I never got the sense that he looked like somebody that was contemplating anything other than just being ticked off that they, they lost. Speaking of surprising NBA sound, mm-hmm. and Don, I know you know this. Peter, I don't know if you've seen this. I know oh, it all. Is, Peter, this is incredible. All right. So let's let's set this up right. Scottie Pippen is talking about LeBron James and Michael Jordan. Okay. And you might think, okay, we've heard everything we possibly could from Scottie Pippen regarding this. But why don't you take a listen to what Scottie Pippen said on, and let me get this right now, Stacey King's Give Me the Hot Sauce pod. So Stacey King, the former Bulls... Role player has a podcast. Okay, give me the hot sauce. All right, here we go. All right, well, here's the hot sauce. LeBron will be the greatest statistical guy to ever play the game of basketball. Okay, and there's no comparison to him. So, does that make him the greatest player to ever play the game? I'll leave that out for debating because I don't believe that there's a great player because our game is a team game. All right, and one player can't do it. Like. I seen Michael Jordan play before I came to play with the Bulls. You guys seen him play. He's a horrible player. He was horrible to play with. He was all one-on-one. He's shooting bad shots. And all of a sudden, we become a team and we start winning. Everybody forgot who he was. He's a horrible player? Now listen. Listen, there's a lot going on. Listen, there's a a lot going on here. There's a lot. Don, listen to me. A lot. So Scotty's ex-wife is dating Michael Jordan's son. That probably doesn't help. That's uncomfortable, I'd say. I'd say it's uncomfortable. We uh, Scotty clearly in the last dance sounded a bit bitter about the way he's viewed and about Michael in general. I don't know which of these things has led Scotty to this. I would think the Larsa Pippen thing could play in. Who knows? Maybe he doesn't care. I don't know. But he literally just said Michael Jordan was a terrible basketball player. That's the part. If you want to think LeBron's better, I think I've, I think that he has built up enough of a resume where you're not completely against the idea that LeBron James might have been a better basketball player than Michael Jordan. But to say he was a horrible oh, player? That's, that's just bitterness and, and makes me sad. It really does. It is a little sad. It sounds a little sad. And what was the thing at the end? Like, people forgot about him once we became a team? Well, they forgot that he was a terrible player. Right. That this was... That he was... Come on. Hey, Scotty. Come back to us? Come back. Scotty, beam me up. Beam you up. We we got problems, Scotty. There's a lot going on there. There's a... How do you think that's going to get received? Like, honestly. Like... How does he think that he'll come across as believable or anything other than bitter? By the way, this just in, Scottie Pippen has started a blog. 
And his uh, first post is him eviscerating the White Album by the Beatles. Beam me up, Mr. Spark. He says it's absolute garbage. Next week, next week he's going after Thriller. He, he said, because, because Billie Jean was so popular, it made you forget that Michael Jackson was actually trash. What else, what else could he... Gone with the Wind review coming next right. week? Now, I think, um, I think the, the, the entire podcast was an hour. So if you want to sit through any more of that, you, you, you can. But I think that obviously I, that's, I would. I would, but, but I good. have... No, I have, uh, I have a Will Purdue podcast I got to get through, Don. And it's... Between that and right. the Bill Weddington podcast, I'm oh, just yeah. so this filled is, up. Got a hose to put together. I got a, I got a lot to do here this weekend. The, first of all, the hose. And then, Don, tomorrow, you know, on Saturdays is when I get into the B.J. Armstrong right. podcast. Well, and, and, and the Bill Cartwright box of pot uh, podcast. <laughs> oh, I, Don, don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started on the Cartwright podcast. That is. And by the way, um, the Coach podcast, which is all in his native language of I don't remember where he's from, Czech or Slovenian or something. I, I'm, I'm getting to his next. I heard yeah. that when he called Bill Lambier a hack. Can you believe it? Unreal. That's crazy. Although let's be honest, if there was a if there was a Dennis Rodman podcast, we would listen. Everybody would listen to the Dennis Rodman podcast. Well, you know, the only reason you're wrong, Don, is he has Dennis has a bizarro voice. I think we'd I think we'd fight through it. Possibly. I think possibly. we'd do it. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Something cool, guys, by the way, um, Carl Malone, Utah jazz legend, um, just auctioned off 24 pieces of memorabilia from the 1992 Summer Olympic USA Basketball Dream Team. Oh, wow. So that's pretty cool. Any idea? So it's 24 pieces of memorabilia. Let's do a two-part trivia question. Hopefully this goes better than the list that we did. I I enjoy the list, and I'm proud of what I did in retrospect. Okay. We could talk later. Um, How much money do you think out of, uh, for the 24 pieces of memorabilia that Carl Malone got from auction? Not knowing what any of it is. I guess One of gold. the pieces, which is the bulk of it, is Michael Jordan's number nine white jersey worn during the 127-76 to 76 win over Lithuania in the semifinals. Hmm. He had Michael's jersey? Really? And that jersey, by the way, did end up setting a record for the most, ga- uh, the most money by any game-used Olympics Jordan item. I... I... 24 pieces. 24 pieces. In which one of the pieces broke a record for an Olympic item. That's right. I'm going to say 1.2 million. Okay. Peter? Wait, this is for the whole thing or for... The whole shebang. The whole shebang, 1.2. Peter? The whole lot? That's what Don is saying. 24 24 items? Yes. Uh, I'm going to go uh, 2.2. You're both lower. 
than what the jersey went for. Wow. Five million total for the 24 pieces. I don't know what the other stuff is, but the Jordan number nine white jersey worn in that Lithuania semifinal went for a little more than three million dollars. Wow. So why isn't Jordan like, where's where's mm. where's my percentage? It's my jersey. Where did Carmelo get all 24 pieces of and, memorabilia? And, and, and by the way, Don, I don't know if you know this, that most of the proceeds there went to the... Um, Salt Lake City chapter of the NRA, which is, I think, exciting. <laughs> wow. I know I don't it's think, Friday. I don't think I had that in my... That's, wow. See, Peter does the work. Uh, Peter does the work. I am not as equipped to do ENN. Peter... I, listen, sorry. Car, sorry. You know what, Don? I take it back. Maybe it was for Planned Parenthood. Peter I don't know. Peter does... The, anyway. <laughs> let's go to Vegas. See if Dennis right. Rodman's hanging out there. Um, Rob Manfred says that... From June 13th to the 15th, when the MLB owners meet in New York, they may vote on the A's Las Vegas move. Okay. Um, Manfred said it's very difficult to have a timeline until there's actually a deal to be considered. The relocation process internally they need to go through, and we haven't even started that process. Now, on Wednesday, Nevada's legislative leaders and the athletics reached a tentative agreement on the $1.5 billion stadium funding plan. Now, I saw some pictures today, guys, on Twitter. I don't know if you've seen these. The place looks beautiful. Fantastic. And I, I have to look into it further. But I could be wrong. What do you think they don't have on the stadium? $1.5 A dome? I don't see a dome. I thought I did. So I'm it's looking at the pictures on Yes, the artist's rendering. Is that is that like Halo-looking thing over it something that can retract? Yes, it okay. has to be. Because you, you can't, can't not play. play. I was no. that was the thing. I was like, you can't. Peter, have you seen these pictures? Very nice. It looks gorgeous. No, I'm, I'll, I, it'll be up on my TV in in know, three 10, days. 50, yeah, ten or fifteen minutes. The same I'll time get we get the ratings for April. Um, I think it looks great. And you take a look at like I, I saw outside the lines was doing a story about um about Oakland today. I think and just looking at that stadium. I mean that stadium's in such rough shape, and the fans there deserve better. But look at what Vegas has done with the Raiders. Look at what it's done with the Golden Knights. Another big team there. That would be huge. Yeah. Um, it, it, that, that, that has to be what that is. The little halo looking thing? Yeah. And by the way, it's crazy. It really is right off the strip by the Tropicana. It's, 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 it's going to be awesome, man. Going to be watching yeah. games from the Tropicana. It is what's really irritating about this whole thing. And, and I'd love to be able to ask Manfred about this. All right. They basically tanked their way to Vegas. They they major leagued it is what they did. And is it is it fair that this team that's embarrassing Major League Baseball by putting a team that I think is going to shatter the record for losses in a season? They're already way ahead of the sixty two Mets, who are an expansion team. They lost one hundred and twenty games in what ended up being one hundred and sixty game season because there were two games they didn't bother to make up because the team was so bad. And they might lose 130 games. They are 10 and 42. It's not good. And they get rewarded by going to a place that's going to make them billions of dollars and have a huge fan. Like there's something filthy, dirty about it. Like what they did to those fans, what they've done to that, what once was considered a great organization, and by embarrassing themselves to this level, they get the benefit. And the windfall financially of going to, as you mentioned, a tremendous city that's becoming a great sports destination that's going to now put them from like zero to 60 in a millisecond. There's something not right about that. 
I agree. I mean, obviously, it's great for... I don't want to say the franchise, because that sounds like I'm saying that it's great for the owners. I mean, it's great for fans of that team, you should say, but also they're moving. So you're going to have Vegas people that are going to be fans. How many Oakland fans are going to fly themselves to Vegas to catch that many games? So it's a partially retractable roof. I don't even that? Oh, 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 got it. It basically covers the whole field. But like the back, it looks like the back half of it. Basically, yeah. the 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 outfield seats would not be covered. It looks like wow, those tickets will go for three dollars. No, no, um, because that's going to be hot. Anthony Greek let us know that they're going to they're going to keep the big humongous foul territory that's kind of become a thing because they were the only ballpark that was left that actually played football there. Thirty thousand is going to be the max. Here's why I think that's smart. Because right, you see a lot of stadiums, like 42,000, but like 30 is really small for baseball. But if it's going to be as hot, you're talking about, Peter, a tremendous ticket. They, they might be sold out every single night. Like So you could build a fifty or 40,000 seat, and then there's going to be nights where you're half empty or whatever. But if you can really build, make it to where it's difficult to get in there and it becomes a thing, wouldn't you rather have 30,000 every night than build like a 45, 50,000 seat and – you know, have an average attendance that would be over thirty, but just wouldn't be near as hot a ticket. Like that's gonna be a that that's gonna be fun. I, I like the fact they're going with the smaller building. If it goes through, it's gonna be really really cool. Um, guys, we haven't mentioned it a lot this week because there really isn't any new news. But Jeff Jollington on Sports Center, what's going on with Saquon? I reached out to a, a trusted giant source who did tell me that there is no update right now. So there really isn't much progress in terms of the gap in negotiations. The next deadline really is going to be the middle of July. At that point, if the Giants can't reach a long-term contract with Saquon, then we find out how real this is going to get because they cannot continue to negotiate a long-term deal into August. He'll have to play on the franchise tag or be a holdout from training camp. So far, it feels like everything is still kumbaya, as we should say. But once we get closer to that deadline that's really when we want to watch to find out if this thing gets sideways at all and at otas brian dable declined to comment like he does with every contract situation so i don't think that's a red flag per se and i didn't know that dave and jeff darlington were so close a trusted giant source that has to be dave rothenberg but Mm -hmm. guys i I can hear michael right now as he's stuck most likely in traffic going to the taylor swift concert in metlife because i've heard it's a zoo Currently, around, exactly. Oh, by the way, I do want to offer one thing about the Taylor Swift concert, Don. I'm good. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Interesting. Times a hundred. But I'll tell you how scary. I, I don't. And people will obviously jump me if I'm wrong because they love when I'm wrong. I don't remember getting notifications on the turnpike that there's an event at MetLife Stadium until all of a sudden I saw it in Taylor Swift. Like I don't think you're, I game. think you're minimizing the Swifties. <laughs> No, I love it. Look good. It's going to be a madhouse. Hey, I I am going to eat my words because I'm telling you in about five, six years, when she comes back to MetLife, I'm going to be there with Jalen. So it's going to happen. So believe me, I'm going to get punished by this, but I, I, I don't care. But I'll take my daughter to it. But, you know, good for them. They love her. She's very, very talented. I guess. for me. But my point to bring up a caser was well, the Giants got him on a franchise tag. He has to play. What's he going to do? Not sign it? Exactly. There's a chance he might not. Well, then if he doesn't, then he's hurting himself. It's a Le'Veon Bell situation again. Yeah, why would he do that? Did it work for Le'Veon Bell? It did not. No. It's, al- it's almost it's almost like now he's so deep 
he, he's uh, got to keep going with this. I, yeah, but I, but don't you think, Peter? It's because he can. These are voluntary workouts. He's not allowed to show up until he signs. He's not allowed to show up for anything until he signs it anyway. So we're in that kind of uh, fairy tale point where you can kind of make your stand, but you're not really making any kind of stand. It, it's a topic of conversation, but we're not anywhere close to the 11th hour on this thing and then when we get there he'll he'll sign it and he'll report he, he can't not sign it it'd be ridiculous he'd be he committing football suicide is what he'd be doing he he, he just he can't do it he's gonna have to sign it but what i've uh, Bro- grasa brought this up the other day you gotta like dable because he didn't he Man said, i respect the question how great is that he i respect the question but i'm not gonna answer well guys i have so much to say but Okay, we can talk later. That'll do it for ENN. Presented by D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm, almost 35 years of getting accident victims every dollar they deserve. Offices throughout New York and New Jersey, 888-24-LAW-24. D'Agostino, bite back. A safe Memorial Day weekend for everybody. And thank you to all those who gave their lives so that we can talk sports on the radio for money. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.